Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 69 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look, gets some softcore crimes. I'm your boy Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with a tale about holy matrimony, a wedding story. But don't worry, this one is low on romance and high on, well, people getting high. It's going to be fantastic. Speaking of fantastic, I received a recent five-star review that I just had to share with you guys. My wife actually brought this one to my attention, and we got a laugh out of it. It's from a lovely lady named Norma, and she goes, Hi, Leroy. Norma here. I'm a 79-year-old woman who thinks your show is just the bee's knees. I've been around the block a time or two and have committed many of the infractions you speak about. Your sexy voice has made my day many times and has tempted me to send a sexy pic of myself. Thank you for all the hours of entertainment you have provided. Toodles, Norma. Thank you, Norma. I'm not sure if this is just someone messing with me, but Norma, if you really are a 79-year-old lady who has committed many softcore crimes in your time, please send them in. It would be a real treat to hear about your many adventures over the years. Get one of your grandkids to show you how to send an email. And while you're at it, send me a couple of them sexy Polaroids, would you? (laughs) As long as they're tasteful, I don't think my wife will have a problem with them. Seriously, though, thanks for the five-star review, Norma. You made my day, young lady. Okay, this story we're about to tackle was brought to my attention by a few people. Of course, my disorganized ass couldn't find all of their messages to give them shout-outs. I do know for sure a new listener named Vinny was one of them, though. So shout out to my man Vinny. 
He's actually sent me three great story ideas this past month. I love it. And I really do appreciate when you guys give me suggestions. I may not use them all the time or give you your proper shout out, but I am grateful. A lot of crazy crimes happen all over the world, and I'm only one dude, so they don't all make it on my radar. So please keep them coming. Okay, let's get a couple wedding jokes in and move on with the show, shall we? Hey, did you hear about the bald man who married his comb? Yeah, he promised to never part with it. (laughs) Seriously, though, I know these two spiders that just got engaged. Yeah, rumor has it, they met on the web. Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. I hope you brought your appetites, my friends, because we are going to try some food that is out of this world. Episode number 69, Love and Marijuana. I've often said the best part of a wedding is the food and the drinks, especially if it's an open bar. I'm not big on mingling with strangers and dancing and all that jazz, so the beverages definitely help deal with all that. They loosen me up, calm the old nerves, and a nice buzz certainly helps to get through those long speeches. There have been times I've realized perhaps I drank too much, too soon. That's okay, though. That's when the food comes to the rescue. Stuffing your face with a bunch of fancy hors d'oeuvres or a five-course meal to soak up that alcohol does the trick. But what if it's not necessarily the drinks that you have to worry about? What if it's the food? Instead of those delectable goodies being your friend, they can quickly become your enemy. I have a weird one for you today, folks, and this story is much fresher than usual. At the time I've written this, punishments haven't been doled out yet. There's going to be an arraignment coming soon. Maybe I'll throw the word allegedly out there a few times to cover my cute little butt. Although it's pretty obvious what happened here. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm a journalist. I'm not cracking this case. I'm just regurgitating stuff I found in news articles. In my own special Leroy way. It is going to become fairly obvious what happened here. The proof is quite literally in the pudding. I told you it's a weird one, so naturally we're going to take the minivan to the Sunshine State. Florida. Florida. The weirdo capital of the world. Specifically, we're going to Longwood, which is a city in Seminole County. Sorry, actually, I think that's pronounced Seminole County. Longwood is kind of small. It has a population of approximately 15,000 people. Checking in with our friends at NeighborhoodScout.com, Longwood gets a 29 on their crime index, meaning it's safer than 29% of U.S. cities. Chances of becoming a victim of a property crime in Longwood are 1 in 58, 1 in 56 for the rest of Florida. So Longwood is pretty average as far as Florida goes. I just love saying Longwood. 
Coincidentally, if I were ever a porn star, Peter Longwood would be my name of choice. It's a bit of false advertising, but a sweet name nonetheless. Peter Averagewood just doesn't have the same ring to it. Anywho, let's travel back less than four months to February 19th, 2022, to celebrate the marriage of Andrew Svoboda and Dania Shay Glennie. Her friends call her Shay. Even though we've never met, that's what I'm going to call her too, going forward. And Shay is a very mischievous bride-to-be. At 42 years of age, she's pretty on the outside, takes a beautiful mugshot. She has full pouty lips, nicely arched eyebrows, her hair looks clean, freshly washed. Makes sense, I guess, it is her wedding day after all. And the camera loves her, but she's not so pretty on the inside. Ugly, you might even say. Making some very poor decisions on this, her day of wedded bliss. The two lovebirds are getting married at the Springs Clubhouse. This is a place that holds weddings, obviously, and other special events. It gets a 3.8 rating from just two reviews on WeddingWire.com. Heck, we might as well hear them both. The first one is from Brooke, and it's a five-star review. The Springs was the most beautiful place. We were so happy to have our wedding there. Big thanks to Lynette for helping us coordinate with all our vendors and family to have the entire ceremony and reception there. I was also able to have my doggy as our ring bearer. It was the most beautiful, perfect place to have a wedding. Gorgeous grounds, beautiful sunsets, great staff, and the clubhouse is radiant with Spanish tile and newly remodeled kitchen. We absolutely adored our venue. Okay. Christina gave 2.6 stars and had a different experience. Quote, Beautiful location, right on a lake with a gazebo. We originally liked the requirement of a guest list at the security gate. However, parking became a problem. There aren't many spaces, and as such, the security guard at the front gate started turning some of our guests away. We had a shuttle set up, but there were specific people that should have been allowed in to park, such as people with children and car seats and vendors. We had the guest list separated as such, but the security guard was lazy and started turning everyone away and telling them they had to go to the shuttle. We had to intervene multiple times and continually answer phone calls from people being turned away. Very frustrating. End quote. Frustrating indeed. So a couple issues there, but that just sounds like they dealt with a bad security guard. The venue itself sounds breathtaking. It is Florida. You got the water there, throwing some palm trees. I'm sure it's paradise. And a lovely spot to exchange your vows. This particular wedding had about 40 people in attendance, 40 of the bride and groom's close friends and family. So not a large affair, but a decent size. They've picked a beautiful spot. They're in love. They have loved ones in attendance. With all the important stuff in place, now we need the grub. People gots to eat. So now let me introduce you to Joycelyn Bryant. She will be catering this event through her company, Joycelyn's Southern Kitchen. Let's hear what she's all about via her website, jskcatering.com. Joycelyn's Southern Kitchen, a.k.a. JSK, was founded by holistic chef Joycelyn Bryant in 2013 while enrolled at the University of Central Florida, pursuing a degree in molecular biology and microbiology. The original purpose for JSK was to provide real, affordable, scratch-made, southern-style cooking 
that was hashtag better than your mama to her peers at UCF and Full Sail University. Through passion, consistency, and organic evolution, JSK has since grown to encompass an expanded set of services and offerings that are increasingly plant-based. Oh, you ain't lying there, honey. It only starts at food. The kitchen is an energy center, the heart of the home. It acts as a laboratory, a classroom, a communal space, and so much more. Let your mind expand into the possibilities of what can be birthed. Welcome to the kitchen. Amazing. Jocelyn's a talented chef. I saw a flyer advertising an event she was going to be hosting at the Orlando Public Library regarding plant-based meat alternatives and going vegetarian. 31-year-old Joycelyn seemed to have everything going for her coming into this event. That is, before she pissed it all away through her inexcusable actions. Allegedly. I'm going to quit beating around the bush here. All this plant-based diet talk mumbo-jumbo on Joycelyn's website is making me laugh. So I got to let you in on the joke. CNN reported that according to a police affidavit, the bride, Shay, agreed and allowed Joycelyn Montrenice Bryant to lace the food she served with cannabis unbeknownst to the attendees, many of whom became very ill and required medical attention. Yikes. So that was the plan. I'm not sure who brought it up to who, if it was Shay pushing for this idea or Joycelyn suggesting it. Either way, it's a terrible idea on both ends. Completely irresponsible from Shay's side to drug her friends and family, unknowingly. A huge betrayal of trust. She probably knows all these people well. Maybe not, though. There could be some plus ones there. Or people on Andrew's side of the family or co-workers she's unfamiliar with. You don't know if there are recovering addicts out there. This could make them fall off the wagon. Or people who have never tried drugs in their lives and want to keep it that way. What if you have a job that does random drug testing? It's going to ruin someone's career. I get very paranoid when I'm high, so tend to stay away from marijuana, at least in social settings like these. So I'd be freaking out. Save that stuff for a movie on the couch, you know, with some munchies. Yeah, I'd definitely be freaking out. And that's even if I knew I'd taken the drugs. Imagine how freaked out you'd be if you thought you were completely sober and started experiencing these symptoms. And Jocelyn, how did she not know that this was a recipe for disaster? Pun intended. Shay may have seen this as a silly prank, but Joycelyn, at the very least, should have seen this as a very poor business decision. If you were going to do this legitimately, you'd want to cover your ass and get everyone to sign waivers so you don't get sued, so you're not held responsible for what may go down. Imagine drugging 40 people without their knowledge. It's insane. People got to drive home. They might be on medication or already be intoxicated. I've heard of marijuana-infused cooking, and it sounds pretty fun. Supposedly it gets you insanely high, and we'll find out shortly if that's true. Spoiler alert, it is. So without further ado, let's get into the festivities, shall we? The actual ceremony is at 5 o'clock. It goes off without a hitch. Now the hors d'oeuvres and the food are being served. It's about to go down. And there's a sign out front the venue that says Shay and Andrew, with the date, time, and all that. But at the very top it says, We're getting married. Let's party accordingly. <laughs> yeah, baby. People start off having a good time. Dinner, 
dancing, drinks are flowing, fun times. But not long after that, it becomes quite apparent that something ain't right. One guest who came down from Michigan said he had a few glasses of wine and chowed down on a Caesar salad. Two meatballs, tortellini, and bread with an olive oil and herb dip. He confessed that after that, he felt tingly. His heart started to race, and he was having crazy thoughts. Another dude was barfing hard, and police stated he was so drugged up that he was having difficulty operating his cellular phone to order an Uber to take him to a hospital. People started gossiping and trying to make sense of a situation that was spiraling out of control. Miranda Cady, a friend of the bride, spoke with NBC News and said a guy at her table goes, are we high right now? And everyone's just kind of looking around at each other laughing and uh, we absolutely were. We were high as a kite. All of us, out of our minds, end quote. One dude felt weird, tingly, fidgety, and had extreme dry mouth. He apparently asked the groom, Andrew, what the heck was going on? Was there something in the food? Andrew goes, hmm, let me check what's going on. And he walked away and never came back. A couple guests asked the best man, who was a Department of Justice employee, what was happening, and supposedly he was unresponsive. Not sure if they're implying he was acting shady and keeping info from them, or he was just too stoned to reply, man. It didn't take police long to show up as one person was taken away by paramedics on a stretcher. And another concerned man called 911 saying, quote, We're at the wedding. Me and my girlfriend were talking, and I feel like there's some kind of drugs in me or something. End quote. Another lady who had to be taken to the hospital told police she felt numb, helpless, and her mind was playing strange things in her head. She was super paranoid and got it in her head that her son-in-law had died and her family was keeping it a secret from her. When she arrived at the hospital, she was reported to be, quote, loud and unruly and had to be given something to calm down, end quote. There's body cam footage of an officer approaching the bride and groom. He says to them, Apparently, supposedly, your food had cannabis inside of it when your guests ate it. Did you guys authorize that? Andrew takes a long pause and stutters something unintelligible. The cop goes on to say, I just need a yes or no, man. Did you guys authorize it for the catering company? To have cannabis placed in the food? Edibles? Whatever the case may be? Andrew finally says no. And during this whole interaction, Shade doesn't say a word. She just stands behind Andrew with a really creepy half-smile on her face, and she's acting confused. Well, maybe not acting. She's probably high as hell. Officers then approach employees from the catering company who are frantically trying to pack up their shit. The cop goes, yeah, don't put anything away yet. They started collecting food items for evidence, including three used wine glasses, three chocolate-covered strawberries, mm, some chocolate pudding, a handful of lasagna, Yuck. Some brownies, some cookies, plates with residue on them, and more. The lasagna and bread came back positive for THC. Miranda Cady, the guest we heard from earlier, she had quite the inside scoop and wasn't afraid to share her knowledge with police, even if it meant getting her friend Shay or the caterer in trouble. She said Jocelyn confessed... Sorry, her name's Joycelyn. It's throwing me off. J-O-Y-C-E-L-Y-N. So sometimes I might say Jocelyn, but it is Joycelyn. Joycelyn confessed to her that there was marijuana in the food, 
Miranda laughed it off at first, assuming she was joking, but later on when she was feeling really stoned, Shay happily told her that there was marijuana in the food, acting like she should have been excited, as though she were being given a gift. And Shay comes across as kind of ditzy, so she genuinely may have been thinking that way, that this was something fun that she did for her guests, and that they would have a great time, and it'd be a story they could talk about for years to come, and they'd all have a laugh about it. It surely will turn out to be a memorable story, but no one was laughing. Miranda told police her symptoms were so bad, she thought her heart was going to stop. She wanted some privacy, so laid down in her vehicle, and she sent a text to herself, so if she died in her car, someone would know what happened to her. That's dark. Everyone who was later tested had positive results for cannabis in their system. As for Joycelyn and her catering crew, if there was ever any doubt about their guilt, they all hightailed it out of there as soon as they could. So that tells you just about all you need to know about them. It took a while to sort all this out, but a couple months later, charges were laid. The bride, Shay, and the caterer, Joycelyn, both turned themselves in to the Seminole County Sheriff's Department on April 18th. They are being charged with delivery of marijuana, culpable negligence, and violation of Florida's Anti-Tampering Act, which is a felony. So serious stuff. Apparently that can be up to 30 years in jail, although I'm, I'm sure they won't get that stiff of a penalty. All these news outlets started reporting uh, this wild weed wedding in late April. People magazine dropped the story on April 20th. 420, man. That's how you do it. High Times magazine reported on this one, but didn't get the story out until April 21st. Missing the mark. That probably pissed them off. Maybe not. Wouldn't surprise me if they consider April 20th a holiday and give everyone the day off to, you know, veg out at home. I feel bad for Andrew, the groom. I genuinely think he had no idea. At least not initially. Then he obviously didn't want to get his wife in trouble, so he was put in a bad spot. This story is another hilarious one at first glance as an outsider, but if you put yourself in the wedding guest shoes, especially the elderly people who had to be taken to the hospital, it's terrifying and sad. And just leaves you feeling angry with these two ladies. I'm curious as to who supplied the weed. Did Shay give it to Jocelyn to throw in the food? Or did Joycelyn have it on hand? As a caterer, this was such a reckless thing to do. At least by the looks of it, there were no children at the wedding. Can you imagine that? I'm going to end things with a final quote from Miranda, friend of the bride, who I think has been brave and shouldn't feel ashamed of herself for speaking out, despite what others may think. Because she got caught up in a bad situation, and she shouldn't feel any loyalty to Shay, as far as I'm concerned. She's been catching some flack from her friends, but here's what she had to say in a final quote with NBC News. I think people just want an explanation. So many of my friends wouldn't want me speaking with you. But I feel it's important that people stand up for what's right. And you have to, you know, respect other people's free will and boundaries. An option to have a choice in something like that. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 69, Love and Marijuana. I hope you enjoyed this wild and crazy incident half as much as I did. Like I said, this is a fresh one. More details of the aftermath to come. And I'll be sure to keep an eye on it and give you guys an update in the near future. Special thanks to Vinny and the other folks who brought this one to my attention. I apologize for misplacing your names. And of course, as usual, I gotta thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. Alright, you know what time it is. Listen to confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I wanna get criminal. Hello, Leroy. It took me a while to muster up the courage to tell this story. Because I think your listeners will be like, oh no, she's that type of girl. Oh, But anyway, maybe I am. So uh, one morning I had to go to the bank and my husband had blocked me in on the driveway with his car. So I just quickly took his car, go to the bank, do my transaction, come back to the car. And I'm like, wow, yeah, he really, he really got this car nicely done. It's been detailed. And I know the car had been in the shop, but it looked really nice. And his car is usually kind of messy. So I'm like, wow, it's, it's looking really nice. Maybe he's getting ready to sell it or whatever. Um, and I looked down the passenger side and there was a bag there. And there's a very well-known girls clothing store. It's sort of sexy stuff, throwaway fashion, very cheaply made, uh, you know, deep Vs, strappy, short shorts, revealing, uh, backless items, those kind of things. And to my horror, there was an assortment of items in the bag that clearly weren't for me. I never shop there, by the way. But there's nothing wrong with sexy outfits. Just say that. Uh, but they were really cute little off-the-shoulder number, strappy, strappy, uh, very beautiful little tiny cute outfits and I was horrified I'm like okay this is it this is how it ends he's had someone in the car or he's obviously bought something for somebody very tiny and very cute so I call my best friend and of course she's always on my side she's like I know I know you've had your suspicions I'm so sorry what are you gonna do I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put all these items on and I'm going to go home, sit on the couch. When he comes in, I'll be like, oh, recognize these items, do you? Oh, are they for me? Oh, they're very nice. And then I'm going to cut them all up into pieces and pack his stuff and he's leaving. It's it. It's, it's over. It's red-handed as far as I'm concerned. 
she's like well good luck so I, I continue looking for the bag and I find a receipt and yes True enough, it was two days before, a Saturday afternoon, and I had not been around that Saturday. I think I'd been away. So I was like, yeah, he could have been doing anything he wanted. I started taking pictures of the clothes because I just want to remember how hurt I felt and how sorrowful I felt that this was all coming to an end today. And uh, start the car, go to start the car. I'm like, hold on a second. This... This car's push button ignition, and his car has a keyed ignition. What is going on? What kind of adjustments did he make? Then I look over to my right, and there's his car next to this one. It was absolutely the identical car, and it was open. So I had sat there crying, rummaging around, banging the steering wheel going through this person's stuff. Ah! I quickly got out. I went home. I told my husband later on that night what happened. And he actually really wasn't traumatized by it like I was. Clearly, because I was the one doing something illegal. Looked like I was stealing from the car, doing something furtive in the car. I was the one. Anyway, uh, the end of the story is, our 10-year anniversary is approaching in two weeks, and we are happily married. Bye. Thank you for that, Kitty. That's the second story she sent in. I think she shit herself in the other one, if I'm not mistaken. It was a while back, so I don't remember all the details. My apologies if I'm not remembering that correctly. And I love that voice. If I were a woman, or ever become one, that's the voice I want. It's lovely. Kitty added that she called her husband while she was in that vehicle, and thankfully he didn't pick up. Yeah, I'm sure he would have gotten quite the earful. This story reminds me of those accidental car thieves I covered up in Canada, eh? This one could have turned out crazier than those. Like if that lingerie-wearing hussy returned to her vehicle. Tempers would have been flaring, and Kitty could have found herself in a good old-fashioned cat fight. Love it. Email me your softcore crime confessions, excuse me, that's illegal, at gmail.com. And just like Kitty, you could have your story played on the air. No Patreon shoutouts this time around, but I want to thank everyone over there who's a member of the Neighborhood Watch. You guys are my heroes and help me keep the minivan rolling. That's facts. This episode will have aired on June 10th, the day before my birthday, June 11th. I'm turning 40, the big 4-0. Yikes. It's midlife crisis time. Hopefully, anyways, I'd be more than happy to make it to 80. Truth is, you never know when your time is up, so I'm just trying to live my life to the fullest. And don't worry, I'm not going to be doing anything crazy like trading in the minivan for a convertible, only because I can't afford it. If you want to send me some birthday cash, you can send it to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash excuse me, that's illegal. There's a link in the show notes. All donations will go straight to yours truly and will be greatly appreciated. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Well, it's true, that is my PayPal, but you know, I'm not trying to be greedy. You guys have already given me the greatest gift of all. Your time, your attention, the title of zealous celebrity and moderately successful podcaster. You've given me a voice, a platform to spout my nonsense week after week, and for that I'm thankful. So I'll catch you all in another 10 days for more soft course gumbaggery. Peace. 
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.